many things scare me or whatever, but that that definitely did. So that's like a main reason why. Like I don't do anything anymore. Like mm. I don't do any drugs. I don't smoke weed. I, don't, I used to smoke cigarettes as well. I don't smoke cigarettes. All I do now is drink alcohol. Like literally, that that done it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on planet Earth. Once again, it is the host with the most, the legendary, the famous, the 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 infamous, maybe. Oh, chill out a little bit, bro. King Femmes. <laughs> and I'm here with my um, the the Robin to my Batman, my assistant, <laughs> Mister Neezy. I don't call you assistant. <laughs> Can I ask the background to be quiet, please? Yeah, it did say you're no. behind the camera for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You know what it is, it's your boy Nick. Yeah, and we're here on the Uncovered Podcast with Nick and Femi, the greatest show where we talk about all things real, all things that people don't love to talk about but need to hear. And um, we're here with the our good friend, the one and only Mr. Zach Hart. So what's going on, bruh? No, no much, no much. Yeah. <laughs> so chat to me, man. Like, you know, you're infamous. People know you as your Instagram head. <laughs> the infamous, the infamous laugh. You know, the, the, the laugh. The laugh goes on the race, all that. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, what's your, tell us what's your Instagram handle and who are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking worry, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, talk to us, bro. How you been, bro? You know, man. No, not bad, bro. Just, yeah. Doing the same old shit, really. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's really changed, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's dope, bro. Like basically, Zach's one of our good mates. He's chill. He's a he's he seems like a very normal person now. But you know, he's got a very interesting story. Very very interesting story, and that's why you jumped in, chucked him on the podcast to be able to discover that or uncover that, whichever way you want to do it, and go from there. But you know, first and foremost, before we do any of that, we always have to have an icebreaker. With every single one of our guests, whether you like it or not, you know what I mean? This has to be done. So, Nick, explain to him what we're about to do, fans. Oh, man, we're going to play a fun game, bro. We're going to call this the scissors, paper, rock game that we created. And yep. pretty much what's going to happen, Zach, man, is that we're going with to play- With a twist. Yeah, with a little twist. Yep. We're going to play a little game of scissors, paper, rock. Yep. Right? And if you lose, so obviously I'm like well-renowned in um, scissors, losing. paper, rock. Like I completely- <laughs> and losing- <laughs> No cap. <laughs> you know, I travel uh, overseas and that for this game. So, like, if you lose to me, right, pretty much what you got to do is you got to go through your DMs. You got to read us what are your conversations. Yeah, right. <laughs> and if you win, then you just win. You just don't nah, have to do nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. You still have to do it. Here we are. Here. We're fair here. So if you lose, if you win. The person that's versing you, which is Nick, has to be one of his he's always, he's always having a pace that makes some little twist to it. Like, oh, we no, were going to do, we no, 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 no. do this before because Sandy that. was playing. No, no, no. And now I, we I can jump in. Okay. Okay. Jump in. We'll go one on one. Uh, one, okay, well, one, 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 one. Starting with Nick and then me. So very simple rules. Scissors, paper, rock with a twist. You come in, you lose, you read a DM. And, you know, we want, we want to, if, if the DM is a bit juicy, we want a bit of context. A little bit of context to the DM, all right? Ah, uh, boom. So, uh, Nick boom. versus Zach. Let's hit it off. Let's Ready? do it. All right. Let's go. All right. Scissors, paper, rock. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went rock. Zach went paper. All right. What well, was the twist? Fuck. Where's your DMs, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah, my friend's recording, so I was 
Wow. <laughs> okay. I dodged a bullet with that. All right. One. Well, then just tell us. Then tell us who was the last person you DM'd, and what was the context? Of, what was the content of that conversation? Last person I DM'd. Well, what, 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 yeah. What's the last person? Uh, I can't yeah. remember, bro. If you want it, like. Last person I DM'd. Be real, yeah. No, nah, but dead said like the last person. Besides I DM'd. the boys, obviously. The last person. You said no. Nah, the last person I DM'd. Who was it? <laughs> the last. Whoa! No, trying to give me a situation. No, this the guy last is person I DM'd so was tomorrow. Pressured. No, the last person I DM'd was tomorrow. Which is my girlfriend. Whoa, what a fucking lie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boom, moving on to something that can actually tell the truth. Uh, Zach, let's do this. Ready? Scissors, paper, rock. Uh, Sorry, okay. brother. So I won, did rock, he got scissors. Let's do this. I can't wait to hear this. No, it's <laughs> no, no I Zach. can't wait. You know, with Zach, he's always got some interesting story. No, no, this guy it. has the most interesting shit I've ever seen happen to him. <laughs> like, his stories have the funniest things happening to him. So, I want to hear an interesting one. I'll do another one after this, but my latest one was Balin. Happy 40th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Bro, it's just girls, eh? Honestly. <laughs> it's just girls, bro. Honestly. <clears throat> Oop, dick pic. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, bro, it's um, da, 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 da. Give us a funny story. Give us like a funny story. You have a, you have a million funny stories on your DMs. If you follow this guy, I don't fucking worry. Um, <laughs> like this guy has the funniest stories ever. So like, give us one of them. Funniest story, far out. Um, probably gonna do a Tinder, bro. I'm just ruthless on Tinder, eh? Honestly, <laughs> like anything they say, whatever, I just fucking just pure roasting back, eh? Like it's no like trying to pick up at all. It's just like, <laughs> just talking it's just dead. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. Like fuck. I don't even have any because my Tinder got banned for doing it. Apple <laughs> got banned. Had to make a new Tinder and that. It was, yeah. Oh look, I was like, don't worry, I'll still bang you out over the head with a shovel. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Hey, the view shed by Zach is shed by Zach, Zach alone. Uh, <laughs> we are not involved. I'm not involved. I, I didn't see this coming, so no, I did see it. Whoa. <laughs> oh, this is why when productions actually get they, they, they suss this out before they jump on camera. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, but well, honestly, man, shout out, but thanks for being a good sport and jumping in, unlike someone else here that didn't want to share. <laughs> hey, man, if I had my phone, I would, but, you know, that my control. Just lying, though. But, you know, what? Well, we're here for the preservation of relationships. So, you know, it's all good, baby. It's all good. Uh, ignore him. Ignore him. Ah, <laughs> uh, boom. So, obviously, onto the real crux of this kind of conversation, man. Like, we know the story, but a lot yeah. of people here are going to be wondering, okay, who is this guy? Why is he on the podcast? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like... Well, who are you? Who is Zach? I don't know. I just see myself as Zach, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 24. Fuck, yeah, living by myself. Just I don't know, trying to get by, really. So, yeah. but you got a really interesting life. That wasn't always like this, right now. Nah, you're, not you got your own car, your own house. Yep. You're very well off. Like you're mm. doing a lot of great things. You live on your own in a very nice house in a very yep. nice suburb. Yep. You weren't always like that. Nah. So, what's your story? So, yeah, there was a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, four years, something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, basically, I was pretty, like, heavy on smoking ice. 
I used to do other drugs as well, obviously, like pretty much everything apart from like anything with needles and that. I didn't like needles. Mm. Um, but yeah, pretty much I was smoking ice. I was jumping from couch to couch. Didn't really have a place to stay, nothing like that. Um, yeah, everything was just like really shit, really. Like I had like $10 to my name and that, like oh. pretty much absolutely nothing. Like I, I used to do stupid things to try and get like money to get stuff as well. <clears throat> and yeah, it was just not a good time. Not a good time at all. Yeah. Don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, at all. Do you remember asking, like, what kind of things did you used to do to try, like, get by and get money? Well, there was times when I was, like, selling shit. Like, when I was smoking it as well, I used to sell it to try and make money or whatever. Um, yeah, like, there was times that I don't really know if many people know this either. Like, people at clubs or whatever. Like, if, if someone had a problem, I'd, like, go up to them and be like, like, fuck you. Like, whatever. I had to deal with it and shit. I hated doing that, but because, like... Like, if I need to be violent, whatever, like, if I'm, like, cornered, like, I'll be violent. Like, I'll get out of the corner, you know what I mean? Mm. But I don't like just going and just doing it, really. But, yeah, like, freaking done that a couple of times, got some money out of that, whatever. And then, yeah, my mate used to do this stupid thing. It was ridiculous. Like, mailboxing, basically. Used to ride around, drive around to <clears throat> people's mailboxes and, like, take their credit cards and shit mm. and then put their credit card details ring up and, like, pretend it's hitting them and that and get access to it and just clear the clear room and stuff because his logic was technically they're not losing any money because the bank's going to reimburse them so the bank's losing money but phew, stupid like yeah <laughs> just all that kind of stuff really hey like so basically yeah. whatever to get money to be yeah able pretty to, much to, bro. to do the addiction yeah. how did it start man because you don't really just go straight to ice like not nah. many people just go from doing nah. nothing yeah straight to ice like what's the story like was there a gateway was there like a transition like how did it go yeah well i used to be like a stoner for like like eight years or something i just like straight like all through high school straight out of high school whatever i was just smoking <clears throat> funny story my dad actually gave me my first line of coke <clears throat> i was there for whatever i was playing playstation at the time and he's like do you want some coke and i thought he meant like like a drink of coke and yeah. i was like yeah yeah and he's like come with me and i was like what the hell's going on here I followed him in the bathroom or whatever and he's like had a plate with lines he's like do you want one and i was like oh a little bit iffy mm. i didn't know if he was setting me up or yeah. whatever and then, yeah, I did it. And then I'm just sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Like, like really alert and all that kind of stuff. And then after that, I started going out and that. And then people would be like, oh, do you want a pill or whatever? And I have a pill. And then, yeah, like one thing led to another. And then I went up to Port Macquarie. That's where my family lives and that. And my mate, he just got out of jail at the time. He was there and he'd only done it a couple of times in jail. So in jail, obviously, it's a bit harder to get. Hmm. So he wasn't really as addicted to it. So he was like, bro, do you want to try some? He's like, you know, like I've done it and I'm not like as bad as I make it out on TV and stuff. And then, yeah, pretty much like he's like, if you know, if you flake out or anything, like I'll look after you. And then I was like, oh, I'll try a little bit. Tried it. And this is where it got me because I didn't really feel anything. Like I was expecting like what they make it out on TV is like you're getting hit up here. Yeah. But what I felt, bro, was like, like nothing like i just felt more like awake like i didn't feel like a buzz with like coke or like i wasn't fucked up like caps and that mm. <clears throat> so i was like what the hell and i was like maybe i didn't do it right i gotta try some more and i tried some more and i was like what like why isn't it working i tried some more and then that was it i hadn't slept in like three days it was just wow. yeah like it just got me and then that yeah, was, time. yeah pretty much like every day after that <clears throat> yeah i lost my car right off my car um yeah, like everything just went bad, bro. Yeah. Everything went bad. How quickly? How how quickly did it go? Oh, like it started going downhill straight away. To be honest, like there was times where like we would go on down to Central Coast to grab stuff or whatever from Port Macquarie. 
And like, we're driving back, almost rode off my mum's car, stuff like that. And yeah, it was just bad, bro. Like straight away went bad. I remember going to this house, this new chick was just starting it, whatever. She was all right, just a normal person or whatever. She was like a primary school teacher or something when she just started. Went back and seen like two weeks later, she's like in the corner, just like food, like oh, fuck wow. day. Like just, yeah, it was bad. Damn. But yeah. That's insane, man. I just want to take it back a little bit though. Because you, when was it that you said that you had your first encounter when your dad gave you a line of coke? When was yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I think I just turned, just turned 18. Just turned 18. Yeah. And was that like a shock to you? Like, or was it kind of like, how was the family dynamic at home? Like, was that kind of common to be exposed to drugs and things like that? Or was that you completely taken back? No, not really. Like, like my mum and dad are separated or whatever. So my dad, like my mum, like I had trouble going up up Macquarie and basically they told, like the cops told my mum, like if I didn't leave that I was going to get locked up. So my mum kind of shipped me down here and then I was down here with my dad or whatever. And then my dad was like, he wasn't like really like a dad. So he's trying mm. to like be that friend role. Cause like he couldn't just mm. go, all right, I'm your dad now. Like it just, I wouldn't have listened. Yeah. So he tried to be my friend and like try and ease into it. And then he was just like, that was his kind of way of doing it. Like he yeah. didn't see, like he, like his logic was, I'd rather you do it here with me then go out and do it with someone else. Mm. So yeah, pretty much. But like my mum, my mum's like a saint. She doesn't do like anything. Fucking yeah, she's she's really good. Like I probably still wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Um, but yeah, she's she's amazing. But yeah, my dad just didn't really know how to do anything and just took like the friendship role instead of the, like the yeah. dad. And then yeah, that's pretty much why that happened. Yeah. Man. And do you ever go through periods of maybe like having? thoughts of blame or thoughts of like having any kind of ill feelings towards your dad for kind of maybe starting that no uh, not really not really i just i don't talk to my dad anymore like i i just don't even bother like my mum keeps telling me she's like message him and stuff like that like happy father's day and that like i just don't know like right. like on his birthday on my birthday he didn't message me on his birthday i was like i didn't message him <clears throat> but he's got another kid now as well so it's like four so there's a massive age difference. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't really have any hard feelings to him, but I just don't really care either. Like he can do what he wants to do. I'll do what I'm doing. Yeah, don't, yeah. If he puts in effort, then yeah, we'll see. But yeah, yeah. I get that. <clears throat> so is it because like the initially as you were growing up there, you just never felt like the bond was really there? Like that friend role that he was trying to play kind of like it just wasn't really reciprocating well with you was that kind of how that whole relationship started to drift yeah so basically i was good because my mom <clears throat> met someone when i was younger so i had kind of like my stepdad feel my father like role i call him dad like he's more been more of a dad yeah so i have had some kind of like guidance or whatever but like still like it's not the same thing especially yeah. when you're young you don't understand why mm. so you start acting out like me and my stepdad have been in <sighs> so many fights like so many like punch-ons and stuff like so many like it's been ridiculous um all because like i don't know i just couldn't like accept the fact that like like i love him more than my, my real dad like he's done more for me than my real dad but mm. when you're young and that you just you know what i mean you're just angry like yeah. so like everything just went bad there and then that's when i got like dumped down here and then i was angry because i got dumped down here yeah and then like i was like well you just fucking pretty much gave up on me to my yeah. mom which she didn't she just didn't want me to go to jail so yeah. she just got me out of there and then yeah pretty much i just started like kind of twisting up a bit down here and then that's why i started doing like other stuff and then yeah just led to one thing and another so how do you feel like that kind of 
like you said, the growing up thing was a little bit tumultuous and it was a bit difficult to grow up there. Yeah. You had a lot of anger. You had a lot of like kind of mixed emotions and, and lack of understanding of the situation. Yeah. Do you think that kind of contributed at all to <clears throat> kind of how things kind of eventuated? Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. Cause like, especially when you grow up in like Womakori and that, like I was the different one. Like everyone right. there's like kind of like more like Caucasian kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. I was not like I was getting nailed racist comments all day at school and like, like it was bad. Like me and that like the Aboriginal kids are up there because there was Aboriginal kids. <clears throat> we just copped it, but there wasn't even that many at the school. And what nationality are you? Me, I'm Afghan. Right. Afghan. Well, I'm a mix of things, but the main priority thing is like Afghan. Right, right. But yeah, um, yeah, like I just copped it like in high school. But like as soon as I got into high, like like I got copped it in primary school and the start of high school. As soon as I started like kind of like being a bit of like a linker and stuff, like. I lost it like throwing tables at teachers and stuff yeah. and then kind of people just were like whoa like this kid alone that's no I'll keep this racist comment <laughs> 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 give it to the nah yeah for real that's super interesting bro like on, on the real estate I, I I've known you for a while, but I haven't actually got sat down, had the opportunity to sit down and have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you a little bit more about like, what was the actual addiction stage like? Like when you were in the phase of like pre-addiction, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. But when you were actually addicted to, you know, smoking ice and yeah. doing meth all the time, like what was that like? How many times were you doing it? You know, what was the actual process like? So process wise was like, this is how much like broke I was pretty much. We used to get like a light bulb like we used to like wrap it up in something, smash it, yeah. and then it would like kind of leave like a curve. Right, right. And then you put it in that, and you get a straw, and you'd like lie underneath it, and you'd suck in with the straw, the, like the smoke, or you can get like a foil or whatever, and like chase a dragon or whatever mm. it's called. Um, that was like when I was like like really really broke, and then obviously I started getting rid of it and shit, and then I started getting some money, and I was able to buy like an actual pipe and stuff, and then but yeah, like it was every day, bro, like like <laughs> every day, um. And like you wouldn't sleep for like like the longest I stayed up was like six days, mm. and like that's bad, bro. You can't talk. Like you're sitting there, you're like the like you can't talk like at all, man. Yeah. Like the words just physically won't come out. I've seen a couple of people like doing that, and like you start twisting up on people as well. You like go to bed, they don't listen to you because they want they think like weird stuff, yeah. so they won't listen. And then there's almost like full punch ons and stuff, like almost bad stuff. Like, I remember one, like, it makes you so paranoid as well. There was one time I was playing a song, like, it was like 50 Cent or something. Like, there was nothing to it. And this guy sitting next to me is, like, wigging out, twisting up in his own mind, thinking I'm playing music that's talking about, like, shooting people, all that kind of stuff. And he thinks that I'm, like, aiming it at him. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, huh, yeah. Like, full just sitting there twisting up. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, that's literally how bad of a drug it is, eh? Like, people reckon that it's actually worse than heroin. Because the heroin, people do it and they just sit there. They don't really... Like, obviously, they'll go out and steal and stuff to get it. Yeah. But while they're on it, there's not much of a threat. They're just sitting there. They're not doing much. Right. But when they're on ice, like, you haven't slept. That's what makes you, like, the anger. That's where the anger comes from. It's not the drug. It's uh, the sleep deprivement. Mm. Right. So, it goes into a really interesting thing that you said about psych- about having paranoia and being yep. psychotic and having all those kind of things. Yep. How did it affect your mental health? Like, how were you, like, did it decline it? Did you feel like you got to a point that you were, like, just absolutely broken? Yeah. Bro, there was one time, this is when I stopped, I wigged out hard. I actually thought I was going to die. Like, that was the worst feeling I've ever had. 
um like literally i was at this house or whatever and everything just went like wrong like i was like i couldn't breathe whatever i was like fuck what do i do i was trying to pour a drink a lemonade i started putting water in it i was like what am i doing i ended up like trying to get out the door couldn't open the door ended up just like running through this door got outside these people were like well like what's going on i was like call an ambulance and like they're like what i'm like call an ambulance like i'm not all right and then my mum was on the phone too because I rang up my mum to tell her that I was going to die. Like, I actually thought I was going to yeah. die. My mum's on the phone. She's, like, crying. My little brother got on the phone. My nan got on the phone. Everyone got on the phone. I'm there telling them, like, like this is it. Yeah. And then I told the other people, call the ambulance, and then the cops arrived. And then I was like, what the hell? Like, I was started wigging out even more. And I had, like, like back then I had, like, a knife in my bag, scales, all that stuff. And I just kind of took it off and threw it in the cop car. And I was like, I have this, I have this, I have this, call an ambulance now. And like, I started walking around and he's got, grabbing his gun. He's like, get down, get down. I was like, what is happening? Like, I ended up sitting down, took off my shoes, my hat. And I was like, I have nothing, call an ambulance. And I remember like, just sitting in that ambulance and on the ride to that hospital was like the longest time. The whole time I just thought I was going to die. And I'm sitting there like with a blanket over me, like full rocketing, like the, like the hospital and stuff. And that was just not good. And then, yeah, after that, like my mental health was just shot like completely gone like like i had a missus at the time too like i only just met her just after all of this mm. and um yeah like like for the whole year i was just like the angriest person i think it's like actually a scientific fact like when you smoke ice your body like produces dopamine yeah right. but it's like when people take testosterone and steroids like their body relies on like steroids mm -hmm. to produce testosterone their body doesn't do it naturally so when you smoke ice for so long, your body doesn't produce dopamine. Right. So like it takes like a long time for it to come back. I think it's like a year. So for a yeah. whole year, you cannot physically be happy. Like you're just screwed up in the head. You're angry, like everything. It's just honestly the longest year of like anyone's yeah, yeah. life. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the withdrawal process of um of methamphetamines. It's a very lengthy process and it's very difficult to go through because you know you're having so much different. Your body has to get back to a regular state. You might have been in a, in a psychosis. You might have been through a lot of things yeah. while you're going through, like, you know, when you're taking drugs and you're taking the, the ice for so long. So yeah. that process is very, very difficult. But, fuck, man, that's heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, I'm not good at bro. all. That's why everyone's, like, relapses these days, bro. Like, yeah, well, not these days, pretty much relapses. Because imagine easier. going a year. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> a year where you can't be happy. Like, no one wants to do that, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have no idea. Honestly, I think it was the main thing. <clears throat> It was that night scared the shit out of me. Like, mm. I'm telling you right now, like, it actually, like, like not many things scare me or whatever, but that that definitely did. So that's, like, a main reason why. Like, I don't do anything anymore. Like, mm. I don't do any drugs. I don't smoke weed. I, don't, I used to smoke cigarettes as well. I don't smoke cigarettes. All I do now is drink alcohol. Like, mm. literally, that, that done it for me. Like, I don't do anything anymore. Mm. So, yeah. During that transitional phase that you were going through, <clears throat> did you feel like, how was your social networks at that time? I didn't really have one, eh? Like, honestly, it was just <coughs> me, my girlfriend, my auntie, thank God, took me in um, at the time because my mum explained what, like, what was going on. And she was like, like, if we leave him out there, like, he's just gonna, like, kind of relapse. Yeah. So my auntie took me in. I was there with my girlfriend or whatever at the time. And, like, she did have, like, a big part to play in it. Like, if she wasn't there and I, whatever, I would have just, like, fell back into it, mm. whatever. And, like, she did cop a little bit. Like, I never, like, physical or whatever, but I'd be, like, I'd wake up in the, like, morning. She'd be, like, good morning. And, like, I just couldn't deal with her. I was, like, get the fuck out and whatever. Like, yeah. just full lost it. Like, never, like I said, never hit her or anything like that. But I would just be, like, verbally, like, fuck off. Like, whatever. Like, just, yeah. Like, so she did, like, do well. Like, she 
stood by me for a bit and that like i think really helped to be honest yeah because otherwise i have no idea how that would have gone it's crazy i don't think people actually really understand how tough it actually is when you're going through that process and how important it is to like have people stick by you during it because it's so easy for people to be like oh this guy doesn't care he's telling me to fuck off he's been aggressive blah 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 there's people distant yeah when it's actually like super important for people to be near you during that phase because they know that that's not really what you mean that's not really your intent but your body's finding it hard to really actually understand and comprehend those emotions during that phase and that's why i think that like Man, like it's just absolutely crazy, and the fact yeah. that you had people that stood around you during that whole time is just unbelievable, man. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's like I said, my mom's like an angel, or whatever. Like yeah. even when she knew I was on it, she still didn't like cut me off or nothing like that. She's yeah. always just been there. Like to be honest, like she was the main thing. Like she got in contact with my auntie and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. helped me that way or whatever. And she was always there or whatever. Like my mom never left my side, so. Yeah. yeah. So was it just mainly just the support from your, your auntie and family or did <clears> you actually go seek help otherwise? No, no, nah, nah, I didn't do rehab, nothing like that. I was just literally like my family, like my like my missus at the time, then just me really. I just had to battle it out myself. Mm. That's really powerful, bro, because even part of our assessment, like so when we're assessing someone whether to be discharged or whatever mm. it is, a big thing we look at is their support networks yeah. and mm. what they have and the community kind of like what they have in the community, exactly. right? Yeah. So the fact that you didn't even go into an actual service yeah. and you're pu- purely reliant on the support and, mm. the, and the influence of other people around you is huge, man. Yeah, like, yeah. It's huge. And it just goes to really just push that message of like how important it is to have good people around you yeah. and people that are going to actually be there through the fucked up times because <clears throat> that's fucked, yeah. bro. Yeah. And, and to, no, yeah. straight out because to have yeah. people there... There's not a lot of people that would support you through such yeah. a hard time. 100%. And to have people like that is really, really important. 100%. Like, I'm so, I can easily get pissed off of Femi just for him just being Femi. Yeah. And I just want to kick him <laughs> off and like piss him off straight away, bro. So, like, yeah. oh, see, God. I'm always there supporting him through his, <laughs> <laughs> his times. You know? Yeah. You're welcome, brother. <laughs> You're an idiot, yeah. man. You're an idiot. No, but seriously, man, like, um, nah, like, everyone goes through a lot of those things and they don't realize the, like not just the role that people are playing mm. in our support, but how hard it is for those people to be playing that role. hundred percent. And we don't give them enough credit. So like, you know, if you got someone out there that you know you love and you 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 have supported you, man, go give them a hug. Let them know that you fucking love them and you yeah. appreciate them because it's not easy to deal with yeah. other people's bullshit when you've yeah. got your own. Some bullshit people going. don't have that either. So yeah. That's why most people just relapse in that. They don't have that, like you said, support network and whatever. And like rehab, yeah, it's good. It works for some people, but. Well, me personally, anyway, like it, the support network, like a hundred percent, work way better than any rehab. Yeah, hundred percent. It usually does, man. Like your rehab is usually like a last, last, last resort. Yeah. yeah, last resort for for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I want to go back and just really hone in a little bit more about what you were talking about when you that one year transition period. Yeah. What were the actual strategies that you put in? Do you have any tangible steps or whatever you did? Did you fucking reflect meditate fucking just what 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 was your kind of strategy to go from literally being you know smacked off your head to just 12 months later you're full you're back to being a fully functioning human being um i didn't really have like a strategy or nothing like that it was just like i was just trying to take like each day as it went or whatever 
And then my ex at the time, I was like, like, I want to start training or whatever. And she's like, I don't think you can do it. You don't really have the life for it. Like, she's like, it's like a lifestyle or whatever. And it kind of clicked to me a bit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, I was like, if you don't think I can do it now, I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I started training or whatever. And then, yeah, I went through a really fit, like, face, not anymore. But, yeah, like, I was really fit or whatever. Like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> then touch me, bro. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, I started training or whatever. I remember walking to the gym because I didn't even have a car. And, like, I'd walk there. It would be, like, I don't know, like, 5K, something like that. And then, yeah, there was one time when I ended up actually putting weights in my bag because I thought it was, like, I didn't know anything about it. I thought that would be like, yeah, hectic, 40 kilo weights, like 220s. <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> did absolutely nothing but stuff my back. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what the hell? It sounds but, fresh in theory, yeah, but like, that. <laughs> the worst thing ever. I could feel it digging in my shoulder and stuff. I was like, oh, why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it was just not good. Um, so you uh, broke your back fucking Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't recommend that to anyone. Eh? If, yeah. like, it's just no, no benefits at all. And then, yeah, I started training or whatever. Um, luckily, my auntie had a, like a little shitty house gym at home as well. So I did that, walked to the gym, did that, walked to the gym or whatever. Didn't know anything about diet, nothing like that. I was just eating rubbish. Mm. Like, I think I had those carb, sh- like carb shake. And then the guy was like, yeah, I had carbs in. And I was just fucking starting to get a bit like, mm. well, like whatever. And then I started learning a bit, whatever. I started getting fit or whatever. And then, yeah, training or whatever. And like, yeah, now I'm technically I'm a qualified PT, so... Guess my ex oh, was so during that you were actually you were studying as well? No, nah, no, nah, it was towards the end, like whatever. Like it only when was this? Like fuck, I've had it for like I, I don't know how long I've had my PT thing for, but yeah, like I was doing my own training for a while, and then after like a while or whatever, it took me a little bit, and then yeah, I was like fuck it, I'll go do like PT, and then yeah, That's big man. Yeah. That's fucking big, but I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Yeah. Like, bro, like, not many people can go from what you're going through to being addicted to drugs and doing that every single day, you know, like smoking smoking ice out of a fucking light bulb. Yeah. So now you've got like a qualified, you've got like your own career, you've got your own kind of house, car, you've done a lot. Like, that's big, man. You've got to give yourself the credit. Uh, there's times like, like you sit there and like you look around, and you're like, this just seems all like, like so surreal kind of thing yeah, it's like yeah. what the hell like you're like like are you because i remember clearly like having absolutely nothing mm-hmm. like like riding off my car or whatever like and just literally going to like nothing no car like sleeping on literally lounges and stuff like and now like the only lounge i can sleep on is like my own if i want like you yeah, know what i mean like yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy it is pretty crazy but i don't know like that's i think why as well like i don't really try to give myself like all that credit it's just here and there because like it's just like it took a while so it just kind of become like like this is now the normal like so it's not like like it is like surreal and whatever but it's just like this is now normal yeah you know what i mean so it's not like like if i'm sitting here telling you this you're sitting like whoa that's pretty impressive but to me it's not anymore like this is just normal now so it's like it's not that impressive yeah but is it kind of like you're doing that as a way to not remember that kind of past and just feel like you know what like this is just standard or no i kind of like always remember that past like i always try to as well because like it does like when you're feeling like 
Like, let's say, for example, something goes wrong, like in the back of your head, you're like, what the hell are you, why are you letting this get to you? Like, you've gone through that. Like, this mm. is nothing, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, when you're sitting here, like, you know how you get those alone nights or whatever, you sit in here, you're like, fuck, it's pretty lonely or whatever. Yeah. You go, like, what the hell? Like, why does it matter? Like, I've gone through this, I was alone for God knows how long. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, like, it does help, like, with, like, pretty much all aspects and stuff. You kind of revert back to that a little bit. Like that's when you see my like posts and stuff like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the infamous stories and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, that is so crazy, man. And I'm like, I really want to delve in. Like, I know that you mentioned that you're doing exercise and stuff. What other things do you reckon you you've done, or even if you don't remember them yourself, what the, kind of things would you recommend to someone that's kind of going through that type of process? Honestly, like the main thing is just like don't stop like don't quit quitting pretty much it's like the cigarette thing like you know what i mean you yeah. keep trying and like eventually you'll get it yeah. but at the end of the day you gotta want to do it as well like it doesn't matter like don't do it for someone else like like if someone tells you to do something you're gonna like uh, you're gonna just half-ass it because you don't want to do it you know yeah. what i mean like you're just gonna end up like not like quitting mm. but honestly the main thing is just don't do it to begin with like it's just yeah. not good at all yeah like there's other things to do like if you're feeling shit or whatever that's why people do like drugs and shit like most times like especially like hard drugs like ice and that is because like they're trying to feel like something they're trying to like they're trying to feel something that they've like they're missing or whatever mm. so they end up doing like harder drugs and that but like there's other things you can do like like the gym for example like yeah. like like i haven't been in ages but like honestly like you can go to the gym like anything like if you're feeling shit go for a drive man like Mm, like yeah. you don't have to go oh i'm feeling shit let's smoke ice yeah like yeah. you know what i mean or like don't give in to peer pressure don't even be like oh maybe it's not as bad as people make it out because like it's not as bad as the tv makes it out yeah but like the tv obviously makes it out to be like like it's media and shit like that like makes yeah. it out like like a hell of worse like the shit like they make it out like you got bugs under your skin and shit like that like that's not that doesn't happen but um like it's still like not good like it's a drug designed to hook people in it's not designed really to give people pleasure it's designed to hook them in mm. so then like high drug dealers and that can make money like mm. it's literally a design to pretty much like fuck your life mm. so yeah the main thing is really just <laughs> don't do what i hate <laughs> 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 inspirational words from zach <laughs> <laughs> no like how did you keep like motivated to not do it because it's like every, we know shouldn't fucking like Shouldn't fucking do ice, yeah, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's like, how do you kind of like keep yourself motivated? Because you would have had some kind of thought process, some kind of like reasoning to yourself that made sense for yourself. Like, what was it? Did you have like a, were you like, were you looking at your family? Like, I don't want to do this with my family. Were you looking at like, I don't want to live that life anymore? Or what was the, com was it a combination of things? What was it? It was pretty much a combination of things. Like that time, like I almost died. Honestly, that was like, because I almost like when I rode off my car, I almost I technically should have died then too. So mm. I almost died twice, like smoking ice. Um, so the second time was like the first time was should have been a wake up call. Like it was pretty like big car crash, like not good at all. Um, luckily no one was even injured, like yeah. no cuts, nothing. So we got out of that pretty good. Um, and then yeah, the second time was like I think the second time scared me the most was because everything that was happening, I wasn't in control. Like, yeah. I don't like not being in control of my own body. Like, yeah. that's why, like, I've never, like, I've done, like, pretty much everything, but I've never done, like, hallucinogens. Because, like, mm. I can't, like, i got a, like, a really, like, vivid mind and stuff. Like, I know I'll just have a bad time. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I just don't like being, like, not controlling my body. And the fact that, that when I was wigging out that time, I was not in control of my body. And that was just, yeah, that was just not, not for me at all. Yeah. And then, 
yeah, like I was talking to my mum a couple of times or whatever after, and like I could see like like that that honestly like she like she can't even get over that night. She's like, I don't think you realize how much that fucked me up. Like you rung me up telling me like imagine that you have a kid, they ring you up telling you they're gonna die. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like that's no one wants to hear that. Like yeah. she like like every like in in the family, my nan and that was like that night was like the worst night that I've ever had. Like even for me, like so like I could kind of see that it wasn't just like me that was like. Like, if I die, like, it's not just me who fucking, like, I'm dead, but, like, what happens then, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it goes back. So, yeah, like, all of that, like, yeah, pretty much just helped me get out of it. Like I said, the support network and stuff and, like, that, yeah. all of that was, like, fuck, maybe these people actually do care about me. Because back then, you're just, like, oh, whatever. Like, you just take everything for granted and stuff. And then, yeah, like, after all that, you're, like, whoa, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's, like, I'm maybe not to the same extent, but there was yeah. a time where, I, when I finished high school, I used to yeah. smoke, like, weed. Yeah. Sorry, mom, if you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a time by when I kind of used to do it, right? And, like, I went through one moment, one big moment with some of my friends where they introduced me. I, I was getting a bit crazy with it. So they introduced yeah. me to something massive, like a big bong. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> this is light work to me. <laughs> and then pretty much what happened. I wish right? you guys could see the no, people laughing behind I the wish camera right now. Because the guys laughing behind because were the we're, ones that weren't supporting no, me. This is the, this is the definition of I need a support. I need a support. You need a supporting network. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have one at that time. No. Hi, Nick is the funniest. <laughs> but dead set. At that one moment, like after I did a drag, like, that's when I honestly thought I was going to die. And like, I felt like I lost control. I didn't know what was going on. I was saying to my mates, I was saying the feminine stuff. Tell the true story. I was saying the feminine stuff. Tell the true story. Allow the tickets. Allow the tickets. That's another story for another day. But it's just that in relation to what he was saying, there was that one moment where I honestly thought that I'm like, bro, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> like my, but I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I thought like I had to start chewing, getting food to be like, keep me awake. Cause I thought that I was slowly <laughs> drifting and it, and it's true, but like yeah. you just need that one moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. You know, people can't die off weed, right? I know. <laughs> but I felt it. I felt it. And that's when I was oh, like, whoa, <laughs> I'm equipping this shit for good. Yeah. So I can only imagine like, we no. one of those stronger drugs like we would. It must have been crazy. Bro, just yeah. compared weed to ice. <laughs> I didn't compare. There wasn't a straight comparison. <laughs> this is the ignorant. This is the ignorant ears, bro. No, no, no. I'm, only, I'm only joking. I, I get. I, I actually 100% get what you're trying to say. Is that no, so loss I. of control. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's just, it's just very funny. No, I get you. The bro. story's funny. I had the same thing <laughs> the when I was, like when I smoked weed one time too. Like we doubt. I was like, what the hell? I had to have a shower. I was like, oh. And I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go for a drive. Yeah. Like because I thought like literally I was gonna die as well. <laughs> and then I'm driving I'm like yeah 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 whatever going to get Maccas look down I'm going 40k's in 110 zone <laughs> I was like what the hell so yeah I, was, yeah, I get what you mean yeah, bro. I get crazy what you mean. stuff man yeah. it is crazy stuff yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm still <laughs> laughing at that story bro. That's just, yeah. uh, no I'm laughing at you telling me that I wasn't there were you there I don't remember yeah, I was too yeah, high <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember anyone that was there but I remember that day, that was very funny. The amount of people that called me just laughing. <laughs> nah, no. but like, I want to ask you a question, but not yeah. just to, not to, just to get back on yeah. you. A real, just like last quick question was, I think, so was that night the lowest point or did you have another time where you were really kind of like, you know, you like you were down, you had a really bad point in your mental health or no. whatever it was. Like, was there anything else that was kind of like really, 
huge, like yeah. a massive milestone that you remember? There was the the crash that was pretty pretty big. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, like it was mainly like that night. That night was yeah. just that was honestly the worst night. Like like I said, I had the same thing with you with the weed, but this just fucking Times topped million, it. Yeah. Like this was not good at all. It was like it was weird. It was like I was having a panic attack mixed with like other things and like other things it was just like a combination of like six things like oh shit like yeah. the the way i explained it was um it's hard to explain but actually my mum explained it to me she's like is it was it kind of like this and i was like yes so you know how like comedians or whatever like they go out on stage and then at the end of the stage the curtain closes yeah it felt like there was like my like there was a curtain getting closed across my heart like oh, it shit. felt like Whoa. if it got to the end like that was it i felt like it was getting like close like so fucking close and then my mum said something like and then like as soon as she said that i was like what did you say and she said something she's like you're smarter than this like it was simple as that she just said you're smarter than this and i was like what yeah. she's like you're smarter than this and as soon as she said that i was like what the fuck i am and then like yeah. it felt like i just started like kind of like Ooh, opening the yeah, curtain back yeah. up like literally it felt like my heart wasn't like racing or nothing like that it felt like it turned black Fuck. like it's hard to explain it just felt like i turned black and like i'd just been like fucking stabbed in the chest or shot in the chest and like my whole like everything just sunk i was like like oh fuck like yeah. this is actually it and like the doctor was even saying she's like like if like if you're actually thinking that like that if it gets there you can actually bring yourself to like like fuck up like you can like make yourself have heart attacks and shit like that from like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. so like she's like even saying she's like like you're lucky and like oh, we went there to the hospital to get like dude like because they're like fuck well, now we're gonna do checks in your head because like we mm. don't know like what fucking damage that's done to your brain right. and then i was there probably shouldn't have done this my dad came down and he was like he's, he's a nurse or whatever and um his missus as well is a nurse and then they were like listen they're like, if you stay here, they're going to keep you for a couple of days. They're like, do you want to, like, do you think you're good enough to come back? We'll look after you. If anything happens, we'll bring you straight back. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Because I fucking heard a guy. I had to stay there for a couple of days. I had hospital. I was like, nah, fuck this, sack it. Yeah. And then that whole night, that night, like, I was afraid to fall asleep. I thought I was going to die in my sleep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, like fighting, like, to go to sleep. Like, it was, yeah. That, that was the worst experience. That's it. Like, it wasn't just that one thing. Like, the whole... And, like, a couple of nights after that, I was scared, like, still to go to sleep because I thought I was going to die in my sleep. Yeah. So, Fuck. Yeah. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting, though. I like the analogy that you just said. It's like, like the curtain was closing on your heart yeah. and you had to pull it back. Yeah. Because I think that's what you massively did. I think it was... You felt like it was going that. And when yeah. you had that change in heart and that 12 months and that period of, like... Yeah applying yourself into different things you were opening that curtain on your heart maybe yeah. it wasn't on actual physical death but yeah. it might have been on the your potential and all yeah. those type of things that you could have achieved so yeah, yeah huge man that's no, 100%, 100%. it 100 sweet sweet anything else do you want to say um i got one thing on the task um at one point during that transition page transitional phase was there a moment when you were like i've actually officially broken through this like, did you, was there a sudden moment where you're like, fuck, like, I've done it. Like, I've no longer had this addiction twice. I feel like I'm actually myself now. Yeah, like, it was definitely, like, after the year. Like, the year. The whole, that whole year was just pure hell. Yeah. But um, after that year, like, there was times, like, like throughout the year, obviously, like, you're like, fuck, you're like, you want it, whatever, you know what I mean? But you just, like, that time, and I was just like, nah, not worth it. Like, it'll wig me out. But, like, are you, like, about a year after, maybe even a little bit longer, like, I actually 
went and hung out with a friend and then when I was with that friend I walked into this room and like there's a whole circle of people sitting there smoking and I was like fuck this just walk straight out wow. and like I was like nah like straight out and then like a couple of times after that like I went and picked up one of my mates and he had it in the car and he was doing it and I was like nah fuck this I got out of the car while they did it whatever and I was like I don't care whatever he's doing I was like I'm dropping you off after this they did it in the car I ended up getting back in the car where I was like make sure everything's fucking put away I don't want to see it nothing they put it away, whatever, I went and dropped them off. And then, yeah, like, I've been around it since, like, like, well, not lately, obviously, but, like, like when I was getting out of it, like, I've yeah, been yeah. around it. But, like, yeah, I was just, I just knew that, like, that's not what I want to do anymore. Like, like, I could see that everything was starting to get a bit better. And I was like, if I stuff up now again, like, it's just fucking just going to send me back to square one. And, like, yeah. no one wants to do that, so. Yeah, worked way too hard. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro. It was, yeah, not a good time at all. 40 kilos on your back and that, like... (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst thing. That was just, yeah. Massive inspiration, bro. Like, (laughs) honestly, bro, like, you've gone from... you. What what was the lightest that you were when you were smoking ice? Fuck. Like, 60 kilos, something like that. 60 kilos, and what are you, like, 6'2"? Yeah, something like that. Fuck, that's I was fun. yeah, fucking bro. I got a photo of myself. I was like that skinny. Yeah. Like it was not good. My legs, like they're a bit fat now, but like they were like literally like that skinny, bro. Like I was like not healthy at all. I had a mullet back then too. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst part of it all. Nah, man, you've come a huge way and you're an inspiration. I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are going through a lot of tough times of drugs or you know what I mean? Like they might have been they might be trying to quit or yeah. in whatever facet. Yeah. And to hear your story of that, it is possible and you can do so much in short, such a short period of time. It can That's be massively it, impactful. For sure, I recommend. It's just a very clean example of what consistent resilience and just great social support networks can do for you, man. And like, nah, man, I think that's honestly sick. And I think a lot of people are going to be inspired by that. No yeah, cap, man. No cap, bro. No no I love, man. Wow, that's sick, bro. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, we, gotta, we, gotta, we always end up with like a couple of rapid fire questions. That's you know it. what I mean? Some really, really um, easy ones. Yep. No long, no long answers. Yep. One or two sentence max. Yep. Max. Yeah, yeah, max. Max. And Nick, hit him with it. Uh, Do you want to beat? Yeah, hit me one. Favorite movie. Oh fuck. Um, at the moment, probably Gotti. Gotti. Yeah, John Gotti. It's about John Gotti. Oh yeah. Gang shit. I sweet. Favorite travel destination. Fuck, I haven't left Australia, but I don't know, probably home, Port Macquarie at the moment, lately. Fair enough, fair enough. What's the most important thing in your life, item-wise? So no phones, no wallet, like, what's one item? My dog. Yeah. (laughs) Bang (laughs) out. Cute dog. You don't like it, Femi. I actually like, about- I actually like it. We had to put the dog inside because of Femi. <laughs> because of the camera. Because of the camera's Actually, you've never even, even met the dog. I have. What are you talking about, bro? What's his name, What's his name yeah? Anyways. <laughs> next question. Most attractive quality in someone? Um, uh, smile. Quality. Quality. Smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Just... Just be like genuine, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, sick of other fucking people that aren't. Yeah. <laughs> no, we know about your stories, but we know. <laughs> yeah, we know this. Mom, I'm telling you, follow this guy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Oh, and last one, what's your number one tip slash advice for life? Don't do us. Yeah. Facts. You know what? Facts. Facts. <laughs> No, really, all like just be yourself. Like too many people are copying each other, and just yeah, like be yourself, work hard, 
yeah, just believe in yourself, really, too. Like, yeah. Just don't, yeah. man. Hackies, hackies, man. Well, that's, boom. That's awesome, bro. Look, man, that's been another amazing episode of uncovered with nick and femi yeah. zach tell them where, what is this infamous handle tell them and make them so they can infamous actually what? your instagram man oh. infamous instagram infamous instagram handle just learn how to yeah, speak english right, <laughs> no one understood it bro it took years all good uh, don't fucking worry dnt fkn let's go let's go and you know what it is it's been me at who's femi and at Nick and Femi on Instagram. Um, for sure. And if you guys really got inspired by this or you learned something from this, man, again, like I'd really appreciate if you guys could leave a review, man. I'd love to hear it. Or if you need any support or anything like that, just don't hesitate to message me. And I'm sure you can message yeah. Zach as well, man. We're more than to support you through this. Yeah, 100%. And what's your handle, Nick? I haven't changed it yet, bro, but it's at Neasy with four E's. I would laugh so hard. That's dead. So <laughs> dead. All right. And the thing is, when this comes out, I bet you's going to change this. I know you're getting no followers. No, I am. No, I'm going to keep it. I stay true to what I like and easy. Uh, and you didn't put the underscore. He'll find no, it. They're not going to find <laughs> it. Don't uh, so be mad, but it's all right. Nah, man. Thanks for coming in. I uh, really you appreciate it. Did you in my head? <laughs> jumping on the podcast though for real man it's been absolutely sick um you know come make sure you guys tune in next week and we're gonna have another awesome guest and we'll continue on the laughs and the serious combos boom 